do your work, Paul Wall, baby. Paul Wall, baby. King Man, check me out. Going dumb. Three, two, one. Hey, yo, what it do, baby? It's your boy Jay Henny Henny Hen. And I'm with On Wax the Podcast with my brother from another mother. LP. What do? What up, man? Here we are. What's going man, on? I got to try my hardest not to sound sick. Oh, still again? I've been beat the fuck up for like three weeks straight you have been i don't know what it is um before i even said i was sick to lj he was like man were you feeling okay last episode and i was like why what do you mean he's like you i couldn't really tell while we were recording but listening to it back i heard you yeah a lot and i was like man i've i've been fucking tore up then then that sunday Tested positive for the vid. Oh, you vid positive, man? Damn it, bro. Then I had to go off the fucking grid for six days. Yep. Um, five and a half to be clear, but um, made sure that I was good. You know, wasn't showing any symptoms. Literally felt good for like two or three days afterwards. Felt myself. And then something else just punched me in the mouth. No. I, I'm, re, I'm re, just congested. I'm, I'm full of like mucus. I got no. mucinex. You know, ah oh, man, I've been getting tore up. My, I could, I got like body aches. My, my chest kind of hurts. Uh, hard dick still. No I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that went first. Hard dick. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling, man. Like literally Dude. struggling. And um, like I said, it's just kind of tough being an adult because. When you struggle like this, Bubba, you just kind of kind of thug it out. Dude, you're, and that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I applaud you for being here. If we had an applaud button, I'd press it, dude, because you're, you, you're sick, you mucus and shit and snot and all that shit, and you're here recording yeah. the podcast, man. Look at I, that. I literally dedication. left work early today because I wasn't feeling well. So Did you take a sick day? Um, at work? No, I just worked a few hours, called it a day. Yeah. But um, Man... Got to put in that work, baby. You got to grind, baby. 90% grinding, 10% sleep. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy, Mike John. Who? Um, yeah, I'm trying my hardest. Um, I, I, I got to really like quite a bit, but I'm going to try to work on that today. I'm not going to do it as much. Stop sniffling. Uh, yeah, no. I mean. I'm pussy. It's it's funny because whenever we were on the phone, I couldn't hear you. But then when I, I listened back. I was like, oh, this motherfucker's sick, dude. With the, with, yeah. With the, yeah. With the super COVID variant. So nonstop. Yeah. Like I've been just medicine after medicine after medicine. No. I feel like I got body chills. I've been like wrapping myself up in blankets. No way. Dude, do the sauna. Um, yeah. Try the sauna. Try oh, it. yeah. Swear to, swear to God I'm going to go today. Swear to God. Yeah. Try and sweat that shit out. Even like, if it's 20, 25 minutes, dude. Yeah, yeah. I know some people are like, that shit doesn't work. It works, bro. Some Somehow, dude, whenever you go in there, you sweat shit out. The toxins, I don't know. It, it just, You just feel better. You know what I mean? Right. I wanted to do it when I tested positive because that's when I felt the worst, but I knew I couldn't, you know, obviously. 
Um, but Texas weather has been complete, like, honestly, like, bipolar. It's nothing's changed. But, like, and I mean, we've always talked about it. We always, like, kind of, like, make light out of it. But in the mornings, heater on, full blast, get out of work, AC on, full blast. That's wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's – it. no, I'm really, like, heater literally in the – Morning, wow. full ass jacket in the afternoon, short sleeve shirt. So, um, damn, I hear the cedars up right now. So, I don't know. Um, I don't really follow all that stuff, but feeling pretty terrible. But to your point, man, we missed last week. I just wasn't feeling myself. Um, so I had to just suck it up and let's go. Pick your nuts up. Um, yeah, just literally, I had to just nut up, pick bro. them up off the ground. Yeah, <laughs> nut up. And we're here now. Not um, I mean, decent agenda today. Um, and then, so last week I was telling you guys that I was a guest on the BRF podcast here in San Antonio, Texas, Tejas. And man, oh man, you guys are in for a treat. For one, it's three, I think it's like three hours long, by the way. We pulled a, I, I pulled a John Rogan on there, literally. No. We just went, <laughs> it didn't feel like three and a half hours long. Um, I think we took some breaks in, in between because I had to piss. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I had to drain my main vein uh, quite a few times, yeah. which we can also talk about, too. And, and just don't let me ramble about this. But as I get older, if I drink anything, I think we've talked about this before. If I break the seal, forget about it. I mean, it's just nonstop pissing. Like, <laughs> how the hell do I have so much liquid in my body? And it's just not like a quick piss. It's a long piss so i don't know what's going on but yeah i had to go to the bathroom like two or three times while recording um they also you know got drink refills da, 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 da. so after all the editing and stuff i bet it's pushing three hours um but dude when we get there when i get there i was just kind of hanging out you know i had never met these guys in person yet you know you follow somebody on on social media you know you kind of sort of feel like you know that person but you know so you go in there confident comfortable obviously i was comfortable but when you actually see them in person it's like, yo, bro, what it do, baby? And it's like, kind of dap him up, but you kind of read the room a little bit. And then uh, shout out to my boy Flawless. He was like, you want to take a shot uh tequila before we go? I was like, sure. We take a shot of tequila. Uh, shout out to the Rocks Tequila. I forget what that bitch is called, but <laughs> we took a shot of the, the Rocks Tequila. He filled that hoe up to the rim, bro. And then afterwards, he's like, want a crown and Coke? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, why are you sipping talk? And I was like, yeah. So we have a crown and Coke. So I didn't eat lunch, by the way. That's a true story. Like, I think we started recording at 2. I didn't eat nothing crazy. Um, like, midway through, he's like, let's take another shot. Took another shot out of a, co- uh, a teacup. Yeah, drank another, uh, yeah, dr- drank another uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Crown and Coke. Wow. I just started rambling. Oh, boy. My face was fucking red, I'm sure. No. I mean, literally rambling. <laughs> rambling. I, and, and looking back, I don't know what we spoke about. I really, I, yeah, I, I, gonna... I mean, they, I don't know. We we went off the tangent about simulations and about aliens and about the cowboys. Um, we were talking about uh, I think natural tits. I think uh, Billie Eilish's tits got brought up um, in one of my group chats. Okay, uh, somebody had sent a picture of Billie Eilish's fucking hard knocks, dude. Some fucking cans, dude. Some melons. Those are like they would say it in Spanish, melon. Yeah, those are her uh, highlights. I'm not gonna lie, dude. She, God damn, bro. Bro, have you seen her Instagram? Sometimes she'll post stories and just fucking show them boys off. No, I'm like, God. She's about to probably get a follow. I don't follow her, I think. (laughs) I don't either, except for that. Watch, y'all go check (laughs) IG right now. On Wax is following Billie Eilish. God damn. Um, 
Dude. Yeah, I don't I don't really follow her, but what they sent me in the group chat, I was like, yeah. God, world, damn, like, she's not a big girl. No, she's not, but she's well endowed, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. And apparently, and apparently El Naturel, you know, so. Uh, yeah, she has nothing to worry yeah. about. <laughs> no? Dude, I was going to. Uh, there could be a recession. She's going to be fine. No, she can give some away. If she Shortage if she... on milk. She's going to be fine. Yeah, um, I was gonna ask, dude. Like, how how do you feel about that uh, format? Because our our format's different. Do you feel more comfortable in that kind of one on one group format? Or uh... yeah, no, I, yeah, I liked it. Um, I didn't like that I wasn't really in control. Because I mean, we we just do what we do. We've did it for so long. So like being in like playing an away game almost. And, yeah, true. And having to put on for somebody and, and hitting that switch to an extent, like. And people get that kind of misconstrued too when I say like I put on a switch and you know I, I I add mustard to it yeah to an extent but I mean I don't switch up my views I don't switch up my stance I don't I stand on business like I've been saying Doug so uh, it's yeah funny, just though. I think that the pressure of you know trying to put on for somebody else's audience was uh, a little difficult yeah because the the uh, thing about it is is I wonder too for the other podcasts out there for everyone who has a podcast or whatever. Like whenever me and you talk, it doesn't feel like a show. But then like I watch like right. the Andrew Schultz or whatever, and they say that he's putting on a show. And I wonder if like you felt that way in that format. Like, does it feel like when you're on camera that you have to put on a show rather than like you know just like casual conversation? Because I wonder what people hey. like more. Do, like, do, do people like the antics and the show or do they like the more like conversational you, you know what i mean does that, that make sense i think it depends on what the setting is yeah whether you're driving whether you're working whether you're at the gym but i will probably disagree with you and say i think they like the show i think they like the antics i think they like the special the, the facial expressions mm -hmm. the uh you know the what type of things that we can't that we don't give them yeah. Yet, yet, but um, people like we've did it before, obviously. But um, yeah. I hate my face. Yeah, I think I think they would say they like the the show better. Right. But that's what makes us unique. Is we, you may not see it this way, but we put on an entertaining show that captures them that they can. That's what like, bro. Like people say, like, oh my god, you're such a good storyteller. Like I, I just thought I was there. I made it feel like I was there with you. Type shit. Like In the room we put you. on the show. Yeah, <laughs> my hand was literally on your. Face, I was so you know? wet. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit. I fucking got <laughs> three four times. You know, like that type of me. review, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Some yeah. guy was like, dude, my dick was hard when you were talking about <laughs> Billy Eilish's tits. <laughs> That type of right. imagery, you know what I mean? Yeah. That type of vivid imagery is what the On Wax uh, crew provides. And yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Yeah. Like right now, I guarantee you some, you know, girl or guy was just thinking about those cannons. <laughs> and, and now they're off to Instagram right now to go see it themselves. You woke. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes whenever you and I talk about a topic like Billy Irish's fucking cannons, I like Google and I'm just like, yeah, let me remind yeah. myself how fucking. Yeah. Did you? No, I'm about to though. I'm about to right now. Hey. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You all. I might. Hey, I might. I, I don't feel well. Maybe that'll make me feel a tad bit, but 1% better. I'll take it. Um, yeah, but it was overall super, super dope. Um, I don't really, can't really tell you guys 
what to expect because I don't really remember. I'm being honest with you. I didn't black out drunk by no means, Damn, but <laughs> I mean, it kind of is all a blur to an extent. So uh, I, I remember leaving at, with me thinking that was a good product. Okay. That's good. At least you left thinking, you know, like, damn, I said some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah, no. whenever there, I... I'm sure there's a few things. Man, I think we talked about this before, and I don't want to go off into another tangent going to have an agenda, but, dude, whenever I drink, I get sloppy, dude. I hate how yeah. I... I just hate how I... Not think, but I hate what comes out of my mouth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like in a normal setting, I would have never said that shit. Now I feel like yeah. an idiot. You know what That's I mean? That's kind of how I am. That's kind of how I am. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I wonder if other people are like that, or like if, but because some people drink and they get like smooth and yeah, I'm not that. Yeah, they get like yeah, confident. Me, I'm sloppy. I'm like saying shit, yeah. saying jokes me that too. were not funny. Like what? You know what me I mean? Me too. I said some dumb stuff, dude. <laughs> he did not. Oh yeah, no, dude. <laughs> yeah, I went for guest of the year. I shit the bed, dude. <laughs> shitty dude i was so shit dude their fucking least watched episode for sure oh for sure no one's watching that Uh, shit. i was i I called somebody uh, again i got in my feelings called somebody else called somebody out for unfollowing us somebody that i thought was a friend yeah i didn't mean to do that dude i'm sorry dick bro don't do that i I told you and i'm gonna continue to tell anybody that listens like it, to me, it just doesn't make sense. You know, like if, if we're on good terms and and we see each other and say what's up and we support one another or I go extra hard on supporting you and then you unfollow, it just it's a head scratcher for me. And that goes for anybody. You know what I mean? Like, damn, like and like I said, jokingly, this is the funny part of the joke is like it would be different if you're only following like 17 people. But when you follow seventeen hundred people and you decide, that's that's a that's a tough sell. So that that was my big like question mark. It's like, dog, it's not like you follow a handful of people. You follow thousands of people. Buckle. Like, what made you unfollow me? Like I said, I went down that tangent a few months ago or whatever. When these these girls that we went to elementary with, middle school with, high school with, they would literally write us and be like, oh, my God, we love your podcast. Y'all are so funny. Unfollow. It's like, I just, it it might hurt my feelings if I knew, but I would kind of want to know, like, well, you did say that, or your, your, your stance on COVID. I can't really stomach dude so i apologize oh okay shit you know god damn it so maybe on that topic i'll be a little bit more sensitive you know because i am a sensitive man. man so if i knew better um i might i might uh you know censor myself a little bit better but yeah i get in my feelings all the time i'm a sensitive dude i'm not feeling good right now so it is what it is please forgive me if you guys like the episode let me know what you think it's coming out uh if th- if today's wax wednesday it's coming out on thursday I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll promote it throughout the week. Um, me and you have a. I don't even want to give too many details, but a a little bit of a business business opportunity that we may or may not take. It may or may not be presented. I don't know yet. But uh, for the actual podcast itself, lots of big big things popping in twenty 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 four. I'm standing on business. Little yeah. things stopping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, on wax yeah uh new merch i got the new stickers with the new logo still like i said uh literally like two or three maybe less uh long sleeve tees this tis is the season to get you the og long sleeve sleeves because (laughs) i'm pretty sure when we drop the next drop 
it'll be the new logo. So this is your last chance to get the oversized OG on wax tees. Um, let's see what we can jump into. Uh, I plan on recording an episode, a 30-minute episode with Corey today. Um, I got to still create the agenda, but we want to do Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Ask him 10 questions that he should know the answers to. I have a few that I already have in the back of my mind. You should know these answers and just kind of let him you know, go off the riff a little bit so you see how he responds to these questions that we as grown adults should know. So I think that'll be funny. Um, trying to think of anything else before we jump into the actual um, agenda. And no, let's go. Okay, so um, we will definitely talk about my my uh, Bella's basketball season. I, I got so many good reviews about how they like me talking about how I'm a father. So uh, we, we, we'll touch up on that. Um, real quick, though, I, I, let's just do it right now. I lost to that same fucking team again t- now. And what's your game plan? God, it's so frustrating because <laughs> he, he was complaining about traveling again, right? So oh, the ref comes man. up to us. He's like, hey, hey, just letting you guys know, like, the coach has just let us, you know, told, said that we need to be a little bit more stern on the traveling guys and, uh, you know, specifically in the paint. So just talk to your girls about traveling in the paint. And I'm looking. I said, listen, he, hear me out, guy. He complained on us last game. The ref started calling, you know, a fair game. And then he gets upset saying that he's going to go to the director because the ref was calling a fair game. So just know what you're getting yourself into before you just go based on his request. He's like, yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. Dude, one of his girls gets a, the basketball and holds it like a football and just 40 yard dashes it, not a one dribble. And I'm like, hello, are you not going to call travel on that? Are you not going to call travel? He turns around and he goes, oh, really? Oh, really? No. You want to start talking about traveling? I'm like, bro, you've, uh, you've, you've literally cried to the refs two games in a row. I was like, let the girls play. He's like, okay, okay, okay. Dude, at the end of the game, I have to shake uh, this man's hand. Bro, yeah, dude. I was waiting for that shit to happen. I think the last time we talked about it, I asked if people fight, dude, and literally, people literally are fighting. I mean, how much? I don't know. It was a small back and forth. Okay, how, we we didn't let it escalate. How old? But are again, these, I got to stand on business. How old are these girls? Like nine, eight years old, eight years old, eight or can, nine years old. How can you not expect them to travel? They can barely hold the fucking That's ball. That's my point. They can barely as reach long as the they're rim. dribbling. Yeah. let them play. I mean, they can't forty yard dash it. I understand. Like this ain't football. I I understand that. But at the same time, like they're eight and nine. It's not fucking exactly it's not Kobe out there. So the fact that and so it's, many it's one get thing. So if, bad. If my team, let's just say hypothetically, is like um hypothetically is like a five out of 10 in dribbling and his team's like a seven out of 10. So he thinks, Oh, they're traveling more than us. Let me get on the ref about traveling more. Then when you bring it up to the ref's attention, it's like, bro, you're still traveling. Like every possession, if you pass the ball, yeah, you have one girl that dribbles really well that doesn't travel. She passes the ball to the other girl. She travels a little bit. It's still traveling. So like, where do you draw that line on when to call it and when you not call it? It's either you ref it like it's a, NBA game or you ref it NBA like it's game a, or you, ref it like it's eight year old eight year old game, game. Yeah, you know right? I mean? Like you have to make a decision from the from the jump on how this is going to be ref, especially with fouls, man. You've you've been to little kids basketball game; they're clotheslining oh, yeah. each other, dude. Literally, tackling goddamn tackle football on the court. Like, yeah, when do you call a foul versus like when is it like kids like trying to learn the game? You know what I mean? 
it's 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 wild. So yeah, no, it's 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 ridiculously wild. And and like I said, I could let him just get his way all the time and just let him chirp to the refs about this and, and just just not say anything. But I had to call out the obvious. Like, okay, are you not seeing that, dude? Because so, if you yeah. are, zip it, dude. So and again, his team is probably the best in the league. But big but, <clears throat> if you also you know irk the refs and try to get the refs on your side every single game, that's that is an advantage. So you know uh, we have two more weeks of basketball. We're literally tied for fourth place, and the top four teams make the playoffs. So. We got the playoffs in our scope. I think we can. I think we're gonna play them again in the playoffs. And if so, that's a rivalry. Praying to God, yeah. No. Playing, and again, we only got beat by two two shots. So we. It's not like we're getting blown out the gym. We the first two possessions, the first two possessions, we got two clean shots off that barely missed. No. And like we could have been up four zero right. We could have punched him not. Figuratively, we could have punched him in the or is it figuratively? It's a Corey Corey question. We could have punched him in the mouth right at the jump, and um, and we just missed those shots barely. And like I said, we ended up losing. But uh, my girls need to play big in big moments, and that's what I've been stressing in practice. Yeah, we can beat the teams, you know, big time if they're no good. But in yeah. the big games, you need to play big. It's a mindset. So we're working on it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, funny, I don't want to huh? get too what. No, like we're talking about eight eight year old basketball. And yeah, shit. And so, that's my that's literally <laughs> that's my life right now. Basically, it's funny though, it, that's it, my life. It it quite literally sounds like you're talking about a high school basketball team. We're like you know like yeah NBA like a the Spurs. NBA team. Like we have to buckle yeah. down and get the job done. It's like dude, I feel like eight. pop out there, dude. No, I'm wearing my eight. slacks. I'm oh, wearing my yeah. polo. No, you're not wearing a student tie. Oh dude. you're yeah. not wearing, oh. wearing polo, dude. <laughs> You're out there. Yeah. You're not out there as a professional, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude. This is your job oh, interview yeah. for. No, for, for sure. <laughs> for the older. If there's league, a right? if there's a high school basketball coach position vacant, I'm throwing in my resume. I coach eight year old girls, and like, we, we play at a high level. I I coach eight year old, and we went eight and two. So please hire me. And no, we went to the playoffs two we years went straight. Yeah, playoffs two years straight. Oh man, that's and we only got good. bounced by the undefeated team that nobody seems to be able to beat. Um, yeah, I wow. feel pretty good about it. Like I said, it's just literally, um, literally, it's just pretty much been my life. Like I said, with with uh with both kids playing. And having practiced three out of the seven days, games two out of seven days, so literally five out of seven days, I'm dealing right. with some sort of basketball activity. So it's my favorite sport. It's something I'm passionate about. So over overall, pretty pretty excited about it. Considering like it's it's pretty much my favorite thing to do. Um, you know, solo solo's been playing football. We've been playing catch together. Um, I've I've just been busy, bro. Like uh, I've been dealing. I don't want to jump. Like I said, I will not get into detail about this. Some people listening probably know. But dealing with some personal stuff too, I'll tell you after the episode, just really impacted me heavy. So thanks for everybody that uh has, you know, kept me and us in your prayers and um all the kind words, all the positive, you know, uh vibes that everybody's been sending me that that know obviously. I don't want to go too crazy because I don't want to do that. But uh appreciate everything. So a lot of you guys do know, appreciate everything. Um, but let's jump into the agenda. We're going to start with the NFL, okay? So Corey kind of wants to chime in on this too when I speak to him, but 
is the NFL scripted? Mm. Um, <clears throat> that seems to be the number one question. I know that there's a, a lot of conspiracies, a lot of reels, a lot of TikToks talking yeah. about how the last three years in a row, if you look at the Super Bowl logo, it had every single year, it had the right colors of the two teams playing in the Super Bowl, you know, weeks in advance. So, like, then we see certain plays and certain things that go certain ways. And, like, people started getting pretty privy to it and, like, started connecting the dots. I was like, hold on. Is the NFL scripted? And it kind of got to the point where everybody, like, it's a real question at this point. Like, you're looking at those logos prior. And you're like, man, that it's either one hell of a coincidence or it is real. The NFL's rigged. Then you have... Yeah. And again, you have certain things pop up like Taylor Swift. Of all people, we're going to jump into Taylor Swift too, but of all people, one of the like number one goody-goody two-shoe women of America just so happens to date the tight, the good-looking tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs. And then the Kansas City Chiefs just so happen to now – Take over the logo because they weren't, according to the logo, they weren't supposed to make the playoffs. It was supposed to be Baltimore. But if you believe in the conspiracy, I'm pretty sure you're thinking, well, now that the the cat's out the bag, they couldn't make that exact Super Bowl happen because then every, could you imagine if it were the Ravens and the 49ers? The whole world right now would be talking about how the NFL is scripted. So whoever is scripting, if they are scripting, they say, well, fuck, the cat's out the bag. Like, we cannot make it the Ravens and the 49ers anymore because... It's just going to get worse. Let's throw them a curveball. Let's make now this whole Super Bowl be about Taylor Swift. And then the whole Eminem thing popped up. Detroit Lions haven't been shit for years. Eminem starts showing face, starts making videos, and all of a sudden they make it as far as they made it. They were up 24 to 7. 24 to 7 before blowing a 17 point lead in the third quarter, which is pretty much impossible. We've seen it one time when the Patriots came back and beat the Falcons. Like it just doesn't happen. And all of a sudden, the 49ers come rambling back and win against the Detroit Lions. LJ, we will talk about the Taylor Swift effect in a bit, but knowing what you are knowing about the Super Bowl, about the two teams playing in the Super Bowl, scripted, the word scripted falling, you know, throwing, being thrown around, Taylor Swift now being the face of the NFL. I think they said like they had like a gross income of like $356 million extra dollars because Taylor Swift is now like, they're selling like Taylor Swift type. Kansas City's chief merch, like in the publicity and the advertisements, thoughts. Man, I was thinking because I <clears throat> I saw the TikTok memes and shit about conspiracy, the NFL's rigged because of the color scheme and all these things from the logo. And it is weird. I'm not gonna lie. So whenever I was watching the game and and I looked at the current logo, the purple and red, I was thinking, okay, if the Ravens and 49ers do go, that is kind of strange. But then as you watch the game you realize that the Ravens had every opportunity to win. I watched that whole game from snap to snap, dude, but from first quarter all the way to the last quarter, dude. I watched every play. And the Ravens didn't give it away as some sort of like rigged thing. They literally made bad plays that led to them losing the game. And Kansas City won the game. 
there were moments whenever I was like, eh, why would Kansas City run that play if they're, you know, not trying to lose? Like, they would, like, it would be third and something, and, like, they would do some boneheaded play. I was like, are they trying to let the Ravens win? But then I but then I thought about it. I was like, no, that, that was the right play. Like, it just didn't make sense. And so I don't think it's rigged because they could have found a that if 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 that was the case for them to make the perfect game, you know, the 49ers and the Ravens, well then they would have found a way for the Ravens to win. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs were just better were were, were just a better team. And I think that Taylor Swift, she's just kind of the cherry on top for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like she's just throwing the attendance out the I mean, she's just making it just blast off through the roof. And I think it just happens to be I I honestly think it's it, it, it's a coincidence. Travis Kelsey is a good-looking guy. He has a lot of game. He he's 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 in the media. He's he's on every commercial with the NFL. He's just a good-looking dude. He can pull a Taylor Swift. I don't think it has anything to do with her like and and, and the Kansas City Chiefs being like we need Taylor Swift to you know to boost the numbers up. I think he just has game and he pulled Taylor Swift. I, I, that's what I think it is. And so now they're reaping the benefits from it. So. It is weird that the last like three have had the color scheme, but it's hard to say it's rigged. I can't say it's rigged because when you watch the games, the the Lions made some boneheaded plays and the 49ers came back. The 49ers are a better team. Dan Campbell made some dumb plays on third down on like third and fourth or no, on like fourth and second. He like went forward in, instead of kicking the field goal. He did a lot of dumb shit. So I don't think it's rigged. I don't think anyone's that good to throw a game and people not see it as being rigged. I don't, I don't think that anyone in the sport is that good to make I it that. I agree. Yeah. I mean. I agree. I, I, I've i always been against the, the NFL is rigged. Now, I think, or anything, pro sports, I don't think are rigged. I mean, because oh, some here's are. the best counter argument. I can't remember if we talked about this on the BFR or where we talked about this. Maybe me and Corey. I forget who I talked to this about. But if it were rigged, what's the point of making the Cowboys wait 35 years? Right. If you want the most They're money. the most. Yeah. yeah, they're the most viewed, the most watched, the most popular, the most pro. I mean, literally, you could just put Dak Prescott's dime piece wife with their new child and it probably would get almost the amount of attention as Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift is a multi-platinum singer. We get all that. But if we're going dime for dime, you could just put Dak Prescott's woman out there, and I'm sure people would be talking about it like crazy. That's number one. So they're they're just like a, from a scripting standpoint, Cowboys, some of the bigger Steelers, Patriots, some of the bigger Packers would be Eagles would be more so in the running normally. Like I, unless the guy just really has a a little stiffy for the Cowboys and get them so close and just rip rip our hearts out. But you'd assume eventually they would have got a, a Super Bowl if it were rigged. And you with watch the Taylor the game. Swift thing. 
But real quick, and you watch the Cowboys game, and they do dumb shit. It's like, yeah, of, yep. of course they lost that. Why the fuck would Dak Prescott throw that ball? You know what I mean? Or right. why the fuck would he fumble right? You fumbles know what like mean? yeah, like yeah. fumbles are tough because because yeah. if that if that defender's not running at that speed at that angle, hits the ball right there at the perfect spot, and the guy like no, come on, it's now right. what I do think could happen is, and I don't think this is the case, but Dak Prescott could be paid a million dollars under the table to throw a blatant interception. Mm. But a lot of these aren't even a blatant interception. Like, he's throwing Mm. in double coverage. That's literally their scheme. So you don't think they're in double coverage, but somebody comes you know, up or comes down and gets the ball. Like, there'd be a lot more boneheaded calls where you're like, what? Like, literally running out of bounds and then just like, the ball slipped out of my hand. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. And you just see his grip just like drop the ball or something. Like There'd be a lot more blatant fuck-ups, and there's just never that. There are sometimes, and this is the most realistic option, that refs could call or blow a call to oh, help yeah. out a team. Oh, and sure. that's been already documented that that happens. Yeah, but the NFL scripted, I'm going to lean with a capital N, capital O, no. I asked the question on the On Wax podcast page. Are you over or are you not over Taylor Swift? Where do you think the results went to? Uh, I bet people were over it. People find, especially football fans, I, I bet they're like, oh, she's, you know, they they don't want to see her probably on, on the screen more than Travis Kelsey. That, that's, that's what I guess. I think non-football fans probably don't give a shit. They probably like seeing her, uh, you know, at, at the NFL game. But I don't know. What the numbers say? 67% said, I'm over it. It's getting mm-hmm. so annoying. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if they're football fans. I wonder if they're not. Hmm. I'm sure. And, and a lot of the like girly girls like, eh, Taylor Swift is cute. I love them together. Oh my God. She's just repping her, man. We get a lot of that. So here's Bro. the thing about that is I do see that, that, that side of the coin. If like, to your point, he's a dime piece, obviously, right? He's literally like a, a white dude, build a bear. Like he's, what could you, you know, do different? He's, he's, he's that dude. And if she thinks, man, I got me a dude and she goes, supports him. What's wrong with that? If anything, don't be mad at Taylor Swift. Be mad at the production crew that keeps showing her. She, she can't help that she's at the game supporting her man. And, and, And based on those Grammys or whatever award show that was, it sounds like she doesn't like the hype about it anyways. They made a joke about it, and she was really displeased about the joke. So um, I don't think she – I mean, I'm sure she likes it to an extent, but I'm sure everybody kind of sort of wishes it would die down a little bit. But the On Wax crew is talking about it, so that means it's doing its purpose, you know? It doesn't bother me at all, really. I mean – I, I, I don't get bothered by it. it. It doesn't take away from the football game. Like, if like – Not at all. I mean, I guess it is kind of weird whenever Travis, whenever Travis Kelsey catches any pass, they show Taylor Swift and she's jumping up and down and shit. Sure, she's supporting her dude, but it doesn't bother me in like that sense. Like, it is. Uh, I don't know. It, All right. So I, what we're gonna do really is care. this. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. If I remember, we're gonna do this every time they show Taylor Swift. You gotta chug the. 
fuck out of some beer. Yeah, sh- take a shot, dude. If <laughs> no, I would say, it, well, yeah, I w- that you'd be dead. Yeah, you'd be if, up, dude. if Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown, take a shot. See if you're still standing by the end of the game. Oh, you're fucked, dude. Yeah, that's that's alcohol poisoning, dude, for sure. They now, is her. there a chance now that we know that now that the cards have all been unturned, is there a chance that we have a surprise Super Bowl appearance from none other than Taylor Swift? Nope. There's a 0% chance. <laughs> no way. 0%? Zero? Zero Why are you chance. so confident that there's a 0% chance? Because that's two on the nose. They don't want to do that, dude. And she's no, no, no. But now it just makes sense. No, that won't be. Could you imagine? Okay, you ready for the vivid imagery that I'm about to paint? Baby, tonight the DJ got us falling in love again. So, everybody's just everybody's like, oh, Usher's doing so good. Oh my god, it's like. Are you ready for it? And then Taylor Swift comes out of nowhere. A, Kansas City Chief fans would go nuts. The 33% of voters on our page would go nuts. Every single news outlet, website, social media page would be talking about it. It would be by far the biggest Super Bowl halftime performance of all time by a long shot i mean it makes sense for them to do it and if i mean people would in enjoy it i just don't think that that's gonna happen i i honestly i put money on it i doubt that she performs to some surprise guest would it Can't be sick it'd be sick it'd be, it'd be very sick with me and then and then out of nowhere then out of nowhere travis kelsey shows up that's right. too much right travis kelsey pops up there Starts dancing, gyrating and shit. So yeah. real quick, based on the other poll, 56% of people are voting for the Niners to beat the Chiefs. So that's I'm, – I'm also one of the Niners. Who you got in the Super Bowl? I want the Chiefs to win, man. I like the Dynasty, You got man. the Chiefs. I got the yeah, Niners. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the Niners. I love the Niners. Do you? Probably uh, my second favorite NFL team that's not – No, or, you know what? Maybe the, that. I like the Texans. Oh, I like the, the Texans yeah, and I like I the saying. 49ers. Texans? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I like the Texans. I like, yeah. I like, but yeah, any N- NFC team that's, I don't know, and I'm not supposed to like the Niners. No, I don't know. I like, I like a few players on the Niners that I just can't deny. Like, I love Christian McCaffrey. I like Brandon Ayuk. Debo's okay. I love Brock Purdy. Um, the, the Wagner guy's dope. Um, yeah, I, I'm a fan of the Niners. Unfortunately, um, Nick Bosa. I'm a fan of the Niners, but uh, what else? I want to say one more thing about that. Oh, so Mikey. Yeah, hey, what up, John? Uh, 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 he had posted something on social media, and he's like, "I." he said, sorry, ass 49ers ain't winning shit. I got any type of money on that shit. And so I just chirped at him. I was like, 49ers all day. Bro calls me, and I'm like, what the fuck is Mikey calling me for? I was at work. I didn't answer. And he puts, let me read this shit to you. But he literally, win or loss, he's just about business, dude. He's about his fucking bankroll. I All I said is 49ers all day. And he puts, he just texts me and he goes, I accept cash app. I got $100 on the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> and I said, cash app $100? Say less. Bet. And I put the handshaking emoji and he put, no, you good didn't bet. Know. 
No. <laughs> got a hundred dollars on Mikey, and I'm telling you right no. fucking now, if you don't pay me, I'm gonna pull up and bash drop and whoop your motherfucking ass. And that's what's weird about betting people that you don't see often is because once you take an L, it's easy just to try to avoid them. But he calls people out on social media all the time. He tags him. He's like, these motherfuckers owe me money. Don't play with me or my money. Pay me what you owe me, motherfucker. I swear on my children, bro. I'm tagging his ass and I'm saying, pay me, motherfucker, right now. If he decides to try to duck me. If I have to go to Bastrop and whoop his ass, I will. Oh, dude, dude. I ain't afraid of nobody. I have to pull up, dude. Dude, friends since the sixth, friends since the sixth grade, dude. I gotta pull up. How do you feel about like? uh, Do you feel a certain way? Whatever. Small favorites. Wow, I thought there'd be bigger favorites. A certain way about what? Like whenever you do bet someone a a particular amount of money, it 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 is weird. I'm not gonna lie. Like if I bet you and Corey a hundred bucks that you know that the Chiefs are gonna beat the 49ers and. Not to say that 100 bucks is a shitload of money. Okay, let's make right. it a bit more extreme. Let's make it like $500. Is that just awkward then? It just gets awkward because if you do win. Yeah, if you win, it's awkward because you're like, Doc, should I give this guy a pass? Like, like literally, if I lose, you're like, John, I know he's going through hard times right now. Literally. <laughs> should I? <laughs> Why he he pays child support. Like, yeah. God damn it. Am I going to literally take food out of his children's mouth? <laughs> yes, I am. That's why I think if you bet with friends... Literally a hundred dollars is the absolute most you bet with somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say one hundred. Fifty is the sweet spot. Yeah, fifty is a sweet spot. That's a that's a nice play around. You want to put a hundred on the game, boy? Hell no, nah, dude. I don't. I don't fuck that, dude. 50? Nah, I'm not a gambling man, dude. 50? No, dude. Guess no, who but, is a gambling man? Who you? I got red nuts on gambling, dude. He's betting no. on college basketball. Oh He's my, betting on no way. girls' God college basketball. Uh, I did it. I didn't mean to. He's calling me. He's like, "Hey, if they're this or that, if oh, if shit. uh if I put set thirty five dollars to win sixteen, does he pay me fifty one or how does that dude, work?" Okay, then, yeah. Ex- hold he, on. He, he's having a All hard right. time explaining that to me. Okay, let's have this conversation, dude. Because I, I I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure it out, dude. Yeah. What is the incentive? Okay, the incentive is you win money. Right. But how enjoyable is it if you bet 35 and you win 16? It's not, it's it's not, not. enjoyable. So I but don't. That's why I'm telling him are you a wolf or not? Because you can't just bet $35. If but you I bet $16, even, you're but a like, puppy. No, but even $100 to win $200. 56 it's oh, that's not a, but if it's like, guaranteed, like I truly, truly do, and you guys can all tag me if if I'm wrong. I literally think the Niners are probably gonna wash the Chiefs. Wash them. And to me, that seems like, and I've been wrong a thousand times, by the way. Yeah. But it right. seems like easy money. <laughs> but it's like so not. if anyone listening yeah, right, right now is okay. like, I okay. think the Chiefs are gonna win, I will probably extend my hand out. Because to me, in this very moment, I think it's a free money. So $16, I'll get Chipotle tomorrow. Thank you for doing business with me. Free Chipotle. It's free Chipotle. But it's not. For, for Corey, it's a free 12-pack. Yeah, but if you don't win, then you just missed out on eight orders of Chipotle. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. It doesn't. You've, we've put a $500 bet in Vegas before, me and you. 
Yeah, but that was just because we on were on pins and needles, though, dude. Right. Oh yeah, Dick that was, was not shriveled. fun. Balls shriveled up, dude. For sure. I don't like, think I had one during that moment. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. Okay, the reason why people play the lottery, right? The mega, the mega millions is because pay, pay minimum, win big. Right. You can pay the minimum amount of money, one, two dollars, and you can potentially win three billion dollars. Right. So yes, yeah. you don't have to pay a lot. Now, granted, your 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 chances are minuscule. You have a better chance of winning this game on Friday or, or this next Super Bowl against the Chiefs and 49ers. Let's say it's a 47% chance. But the payout just doesn't seem worth the possibility of losing the amount of money that you're putting into it. You know what I mean? Like you're only gonna win 56 bucks. So why it's a job? Anybody can say why go to work for an hour if you're only going to make twenty dollars. But you, you're it's multiple. You're, you're not supposed to just make. And that's what I was telling Corey. You can't make. That's literally what he said. He said, "So is our our guy going to just pay me sixteen dollars?" Yeah. I'm like, if you want him to pay you sixteen dollars, Corey. I was like, but it's Tuesday. You have Tuesday night. You have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He pays out Monday. Like, this is just one of. Because what could happen to your point is he could win $16. So now he's up 40, put that 40, win another 40. Now you're up 80, put that uh, 80, win that one. But again, but you got to make smart bets. So, like at the end of the week, yeah. Okay. So, time out. He put a four, 14 parlay the other day, to your point, $50 to win $303. The Ravens needed to cover the spread against the Texans. They did. Uh, the 49ers needed to beat the Packers. They did. The Chiefs need to beat the Bills, which were an underdog. They did. And uh, I think, is that the four? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I think so. He hit all four of them. $50 wins $103. $303, I'm sorry. Big win. It's not that big, though. 50, you know what I mean? $50, but, $300? Right, yeah. But a lot has to go around. That's a, okay. That's an electric I will say water this. bill. I'm not going to say, oh, okay, no. don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying 300 bucks is not a lot of money. I'm not saying that. That's a Damn, lot. Damn, LJ's balling like that. Damn. Okay, three hundred bucks, man. That's a lot. I just said, I'm not I'm saying three hundred bucks is not you. a lot I'm of money. Three hundred bucks is a lot of money. That's a shitload of money. But I'm yeah, saying it's not a lot of money compared to what you get paid on a monthly basis to like pay your mortgage or to pay your car note. Right. right? But you know what I mean, if he gets that three hundred dollars and he books his round flight trip to vegas he now has a free vegas flight yeah yeah for a 50 dollar risk i uh, and the and the risk was fun because you're gonna watch the game anyway you want to be invested in the game anyways yeah and i will say that the risk is fun that 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 is what makes it fun but that 50 bucks to win the 300 bucks a lot has to go right a lot has to go right and the and and the possibility of of that parlay going right i'm addicted yeah, right. I think that I think that's the answer. I think you're just addicted. I think you're addicted yeah. to winning. You like that dopamine hit whenever you see yeah. that you won. You're like, oh shit! I yep. I won twenty five bucks. I bet or that one I I could win, or what I could win. Just the thought that that yep. that that excitement of winning is kind of yep. where you are right now. I guess I'm looking at it a, a, a little bit differently because I don't gamble. So it's actually. Interesting, just because um, I wonder how Corey's going to look at it now, given that he wasn't a gambler. Now he's trying to become a gambler. Yeah. Are the little wins now going to be enough to keep him in it or 
is he gonna look at it like kind of like I do? Like, you bet seventy five, yeah. one juice ain't worth the squeeze, right? Like, I think it's it gonna take him a, a decent L for him to really, because he's been pretty much pretty uh, good luck lately. Oof, so yeah. I don't know if uh, I don't know. Man. I don't I know do. if he is fully experiencing the the trauma of it yet. <laughs> Have you, ex- you you've experienced that trauma though, right? Every single day of my life, <laughs> it's part of the reason why I can't. I can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling oh. good right now. Um, what oh. else? Football. You know what? I, I kind of sort of want to talk about, but I don't really have all the knowledge of it. Is the Nicki Minaj and Meg the Stallion beef? Um, we talked a few episodes ago about how there's certain people that just can't coexist with other people. Cat Williams cannot coexist with any other comedians. He's just, like I said, he's just like a little chihuahua where, like, he just doesn't have the play nice card in his deck. Conor McGregor, you'll never see him just kicking it with other UFC fighters in a room because he doesn't know how to coexist with other UFC fighters. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj is the same with women rap. She's been mm-hmm. into it with damn near anyone under the the moon. Like I guess when the, like you said like a competitive me and the BFR. I I'm sure they're they're pushing big numbers and they're they're competitors and and we're, you know, kind of sort of trying to accomplish the same goal. At least on my end, I don't really see us like, oh, I need to take a shot at them to bring them down to bring me up type of thing and there are certain people that i think need to bring someone down so they feel up and i don't know if it's an insecurity thing i don't really know exactly what caught i think i think it ultimately is a competitive thing and they're just like the competitive juices just won't allow anyone else to eat i know me and you know somebody personally that's like that like we could be boys but they don't want us to eat you know what i mean like yeah. We're good. We're friends, but when it comes to a, a a meal for two, they don't want to share. They want it all to themselves. And, and Nikki appears to be that way. I don't know her personally, obviously, but she just—I I mean, from I can go down the list of just female rappers, but the big names, obviously, Cardi B jumps on the scene. She's trying to shit on Cardi B. Meg Thee Stallion's on the scene. She's trying to shit on Meg Thee Stallion. Like, anybody that has a big platform that pulls in big numbers, she just is super salty. And this specific one with Meg Thee Stallion, I think it just makes her look attention thirsty, dude. Like, she's she's talking about her dead mom, and she's talking about this, and she's talking about that. It's like... Really? And again, Connor was talking about Khabib's dead dad. You know what I mean? Like... They, they cross that line where there's no boundaries. You know, Cat Williams was taking a lot of low blows at a lot of people too. Um, and they cross this line and it just makes me wonder why. So Meg the Stallion then makes a diss track talking about her her husband that has a sexual assault case to a minor, like a pedophile type thing. And then she comes back and makes this diss song called Bigfoot because she has a Bigfoot and if... She got shot by Tory Lanez. Why doesn't she have a scar? Her big ass foot, you know, couldn't miss the bullet, blah, blah, blah. She didn't get shot. She's talking about fucking her best friend's man, fucking the baby while trying to fuck with Tory Lanez. I mean, have you heard that Bigfoot song? 
No, I just pulled it up right now. I haven't, I'm going to listen to it after this. Now, the issue is, here's the issue, is I'm team Meg the Stallion. Obviously, she's from Houston. She works with a lot of Houston artists that obviously I love and support. So I'm always going to be team Meg the Stallion because she's repping Texas. But unfortunately, in my opinion... No one's fucking with Nikki on the mic, bro. She has this weird, like, delivery that I can kind of sort of give or take. Like, I don't really love it. But the bars on this song are fucking chilling. She's talking about, like, uh, something about... I mean, she's just, just crossing lines, talking about her dead mom, stops about it, starts just talking about her dead mom. It's just... Whew, boy, it's tough to listen to. Um, and if you're, and then she's again a uh, 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 big chess move is she says, and if you respond, I got something else for you. You don't want to see what else what I what else I got. And uh, oh man, it's just like damn. Like so, you gotta if you're Meg, yeah, you threw her a little shot at her one bar. Then you had to worry about a five minute diss track. And if you say anything else, you probably got to worry about another five minute diss track. It's like whoosh. You got to listen to it if you're not familiar with what's going on, but it does seem a little uh, petty on Nikki's part. And according to my sources, a lot of even Nikki's fans aren't behind what she's doing with Megan Stein. Uh, dude, uh, yeah, to, to your point, it has to be insecurity, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like, why? Or just too competitive for her own good. Like, there's people on the football insecure. field when we played that would just fucking hit the shit out of us or some. Innocent people, just because he just wants to lay your dick in the dirt, dude. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of Nicki Minaj's attitude. I, I like her like yeah, music. It's like Kanye. Like I can kind of care less for her as a person, but the music, yeah. the bars, the verses are sick normally. Her like, I don't know. I, I feel she tries to come off with this like I'm a bad bitch persona, and just you, I can yeah. you can just see right through it. Like she's very emotionally insecure and like anyone who who tries to come off as being that like i don't know i've i've seen her on a on a on a few interviews where she tries to come off as being untouchable and like so annoying yeah she like tries well, to come we talked off about as, somebody uh before the episode dropped today same type of like this cocky attitude just doesn't go far i feel with the people no yeah like you can see through it i think most people can see through it like your insecurities that you're trying to project a image but it doesn't right. but it doesn't look real and i right. and i feel the same thing for her like whenever she's on interviews and she's trying to like sound a certain type of way or sounds kind of like tough and like yeah, that's not really you though you know what i mean like and so and personally i hate the roman alter ego it's like ugh. okay yeah. Roman, oh. Roman. It's like, oh. okay, yeah. I don't know. Uh, know who I love, and my wife doesn't know like why I love her so much. But ever since she came out, dude, Dua Lipa. I, no, 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 no. Someone who oh. we all know, but ever since she came came out, I I've loved her for reasons that you may not think. But I love Cardi B. Love Cardi B. I like dude. Cardi. I love Cardi B because I don't know. I, I feel like she's always been very true to herself. Like, you know where she came from because she was on 
the E network or whatever VH1 on some trashy TV, dude. Like, yeah, she started from the bottom. Now we here. Oh, dude, she is literally the epitome of started from the bottom. Now we're here, dude. Literally had snaggle teeth, just fucking, just uneducated. So did Nikki though. So did Nikki. Nikki looked like yeah, tore up from the floor up before her shine. But she doesn't like. But the thing about Nikki is that she doesn't really make that seem like that was part of her history. Yeah, she like tries about, to erase that. Right. She tries to erase that. But Cardi B. I'm sure she, she's went to Google and tried to like remove those images from Google. Right, exactly. But even Cardi B was like, yeah, I was a stripper and what? You know, like I sucked dick for money and what? You know, like like I had snaggle teeth. She jokes and about like, it. She owns yeah, it. She, yeah, she like jokes about it. And she owns it, and I, and I love that about her. She, like, doesn't try to be the smartest person in the room. If you see her on any on most interviews, she talks about how, like, she's not that smart. You know, I mean, I'm not saying she's, like, dumb, but, like, she'll say, like, I don't she's know. She's the Corey of the group. <laughs> I'm not saying that she's dumb. I'm saying that she can admit to not knowing something or, like, not being an expert in something. But it's, I feel it's like, like living free where you don't care if anybody judges you. You don't care right. if you're wrong. You'll laugh at your faults. Right. And knowing that, you know, it is what it is, okay with the ups, okay with the downs, and make the best out of make the best normally out of any situation. Yeah, and, and people respect that. Like Right. Like with Cardi B, I literally think that she will fight somebody. Like I'm like it's like not oh, something where like for sure. It's like not something where it's some internet beef and like she's like, Oh, you make a diss track, I'll make a diss track, and then when I see you yeah. a song, we're gonna fight. Like, I don't think that with Nikki, but with Cardi B, I think that's just popping no. when she sees you. You know what when, I mean? When 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 Cardi sees Nikki, it's on site. It's on site. It's when literally Nikki on sees site. Cardi, it's talking shit behind a bodyguard. Right. Exactly. And that's the difference. Like you can tell who's real and who's not. And then you know they'll I mean? record your episode about how Cardi is fake or some shit yeah right yeah you you can just see you can just tell and megan may be that cardi b type i don't know she's not a type of the, like come on like, baby yeah she's from h-town so you know she may be about that life but i just i just can't stand nikki for those reasons but um so i don't know if i'm team anything because i don't even really know what's what right. they're fighting about you, you got to listen to the, the diss tracks uh Car or Meg the Stallions is called Hiss, and here's the thing: both of those songs are like both like one and two in the world right now. So like it's no working way. for both of them. Yeah, they're they're both like tops of the charts, crazy crazy, on top of the charts. I mean, both of them getting hella recognition because of it. I think there's some. Hold Bro. on, let me just try to pull up the the stats on these songs. It's wild. I gotta say this too: Nicki Meg Minaj. the Stallions a baddie. Uh, make this yeah, she is. is a baddie, dude. <laughs> oh man, and like she, she used to not be a baddie, but recently, Jesus Christ, she's she's baddie, dude. It says Nicki Minaj's Bigfoot received over two point four five million views in the first twenty four hours on YouTube, the biggest opening day for a female rap song this year. So you're telling me an audio surpass an actual music video? That's what she's saying about Meg Thee Stallion's. Oh, Legend Minaj, don't make that. Don't make that serve. Then she says, Nicki Minaj, at Nicki Minaj, Bigfoot holds the record for the biggest solo female rap debut on YouTube in 2024. The highest debut, it's only it's only January though, but anyways, the highest debut in a female rapper with a solo song in the history of the US Apple Music. It snatched both records from Hiss and is currently top two in the US. Hmm. 
So it's oh. doing really well. Uh, Meg the Stallion. She, Meg the Stallion's hiss rises to number one on this U.S. Spotify chart for the first time ever with 1.649 million streams on four days. It's up 52%. And yeah, mm. she's a she's a smoke show. Um, Jeez, bad and and they're both winning. <laughs> so yeah, Nikki gets I guess winning, but um, they're both winning. Unfor like, it's a low blow for Nikki to win that way, but they're both winning. Yeah, I mean maybe it's it's an unintentional consequence that they actually don't like each other, but they're actually. I would say maybe there's some chart. stuff under you know underlining or behind the scenes that we don't know about, but as a public spectator. It looks like Nikki is just salty. It looks like she's just being uh, just salty, I guess. Best way to put it. I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's like what happens when like the new younger you comes out. You know what I mean? Like I I'm not that's not what happens, but maybe for her it's like like damn, like I'm getting older, she's young, she's hot shit. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But, well, we um, see that we see that same situation other times where someone's I mean, literally, her rise is slowly taking a dip. She's a lot older than she. You know, she's not the the yeah. new toy. It's like in the in the uh, t- the toolbox, nah. Nick, Nikki. And that's what happened with Cardi. Is is nobody was even close to to Nikki. Nobody even like. I mean, I hate to shit on these girls, but like even in Missy Elliott and Lil Kim, and then Nikki comes around and literally just like snatches the crown yeah she did and no one's even close i mean i can't think of anybody close then cardi comes out with that uh these are bloody and then everybody's like she's huh she's and then the motorsport and like then they i don't know and then they get on motorsport together it's like is Nikki's verse that much better than Cardi's? I don't know. No, Cardi and killed, then like there's debate. Dude. There's debate who's better. And then then that's it's like the Drake effect. Then like they're like they're, they have to discount her somewhere. It's like, oh well, she has ghostwriters and oh she does this and oh she fucks to get on this beat or like who cares? You care yeah. that much? You gotta shit on her to, to make you feel like you're the undisputed rap queen? Okay, I guess. And then yeah. like I said, then Meg comes out. Meg and Cardi have a banger together. Oh, They're shining they together. Yeah. Nikki hates that shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Together, dude? That's like Jordan Pippen kind of almost a female version, yeah. dude. When they yeah. drop it. So then uh, Nikki tries to get huge. Ice Spice. It's like, I guess, you know? Okay. <laughs> like I said, I, I pick uh, Meg and Cardi over Ice Spice and Nikki all day long. Yeah. Especially in a fight. Dude, Meg the Stallion. For her, sure. The two-on-two tag team Dude, match. the two-on-two tag team. Who wins that, dude? Ice I, Spice I need somebody to make me a ring and just Ice Spice in the corner with their hand out. And Meg with their hand out. And Nikki and, and Cardi just in the ring just sparring, dude. That would be bro, solid. I, bro, I got a 10-8 round for sure. For fucking, no, on a 10-8. Oh, I got a 10-8 for Cardi. You can't, no, Nick, I got to stick up for Nikki. 10, you can't go 10-8 because I think she's 10, lyrically eight. best of the four. No, bro, I, don't shit on him. Dude, no, I'm talking about fighting, dude. I, I feel like Cardi oh. threw some hands for sure. Oh, but in Cardi's terms of beating lyrics, the shit out of, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, 10-8. She's beating the shit round. out of Nikki or Ice Spice. And I think Meg actually, yeah, beats the shit out of Nikki or Ice Spice. 
Meg probably beat the shit out of all of them, dude. She's big, dude. She's like six foot. That's a big chick, dude. That's what uh, Nikki said. She's like six foot tall, bitch. And I was like, oof. I like him tall, so who gives a fuck, dude? Yeah, but um, that's hey, uh, just talk that shit. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, I don't know, man. I uh, maybe it's good for music. You know what I mean? It's a good thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go that route. Um, last thing on the music because I just cannot wait. Oh my god, that just I'm just so passionate about certain things. I've been obsessed. I've been dick riding. It is what it is with that mix that Mexican OT. He has a new song coming out with somebody that actually fucked Meg the Stallion, the baby, the baby on baby. And you know how I mean we it's been documented. We take credit in the on wax community for identifying and blowing up the baby before he was the baby. We we knew about the baby a little bit before the public knew about the baby. I think I actually think it was you showed me or I showed you I can't remember but I remember the freestyle that one of us sent to each other and we're like who the fuck is this dude he's insane and then like I'm sure I shared it on the on wax page it was like holy guacamole who's this guy named baby and then like he started dropping all these crazy hits and he's honestly like not named I want to make sure this is accurate J. Cole Eminem Drake Kanye Wayne I think the baby's my favorite. Like, not, not I think maybe that, that Mexican OT or the baby. But what I'm trying to say is these are two of my absolute favorite rappers. They have a song dropping on Friday for that Mexican OT's birthday. That's on a Friday. And it's a pulp fiction themed music video. And I showed you that snippet of the beat in the chorus. Oh my god. Yeah. God, it sounds disturbing. Be, the snippet sounds be, stupid. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. There's going to be a lot of moments to rewind in every song, dude. Yeah. There's going to yeah. be a lot yeah. of rewind moments, dude. For yeah. Some, be, and here, because, like I said, for anybody that cares, the backstory is that Mexican OT used to get a lot of backlash and a lot of bad reviews because they used to say like, oh, man, he's trying to sound like the baby. Oh, man, he's trying to sound like Kevin Gates. So like now that you're on a song with the baby and you know people are just gonna compare verses, you just have to understand. Listen, they used to say I tried rapping like him. Now we're on the same song. It's like the Eminem fact. Like Eminem, literally, you can't get him on a verse without everyone like who could out rap Eminem. Like they're going to dissect both mm-hmm. verses, and I think that Mexican OT has a little bit more hunger. Like, for the baby, it's just a verse, I'm sure. I, I'm sure he's not like, oh, man, I got to outdo this little dude because he thinks he's better than me type. But I think I think that Mexican OT is like, I got a big feature, probably the biggest feature I've ever had in my life. I think that's probably not even arguable at this point. I got a murder. At least that's how I would go in it. So I'm sure both verses are going to be Oh, so it's not a it's not an album. It's just a sing a single song. A single album. off the album. Uh, no, a single off the oh, album. Oh, so oh, so they they do have an album coming out. No, a single off that Mexican OT's album. Oh, damn! I thought they were gonna do a uh, a um fucking uh, joint album. Yeah, like a Drake Future type of thing, dude. That would have been no, 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 no. That would have been ridiculous. No, that would have been no. Stop talking like oh, that. Why wouldn't, they, why wouldn't they do that though, dude? You know, dude, that would be ridiculous. That would be ridiculous. Imagine a trio album, dude. 
the baby, that Mesno T, and Big X the Plug, dude. All on one oh. fucking album, dude. That may be the t- man. Speaking of BX the oh plug, my God, I watched so a sick. recent interview with him. He says he has music coming out with Post Malone and Morgan Wallen. Holy oh shit! shit. He's fired. Good too, dude. lord! It took I don't me like a him as much as you like, do, obviously. Nah, no, I don't he's, fuck with him. he's nasty, dude. He's, <laughs> really? How do you not? His music? No, his music oh, is good. Wow. Like the, I had posted that that old oh boy. He did the old oh boy. Have you heard that one? Uh, I don't think I heard that one. The but, Cameron uh, beat. He has some sick songs, but like I'm not like blown away with his lyrics or his delivery or anything like that. Really? Oh man, nah, not for me. And, and if right. you guys are still sticking around, I'm probably gonna bore you to death. But this is fun fact: me and LJ and Corey, to be fair, are were planning on going to Vegas in June to go watch, which could be. Conor McGregor's last fight in the octagon. It seems like every fight that he's fighting could be the last fight of his career. And me and LJ had went to uh, Diaz 2. We went to the Khabib one. So literally the two biggest fights in UFC history. Me and LJ were both in attendance. This one, no different. Would be top five for sure. Biggest fights of UFC history. And they were supposed to fight in June for International Fight Weekend. I'm sure on the on wax stories, I'm gonna guys gonna keep you posted, but I don't fully know if LJ knows the rumor. So I gotta say, they're thinking about because the only fight so UFC 300, and I'm gonna sound like a nerd. I'm sorry. UFC 300 is supposed to be so like there's 300. That means the 300th pay per view. So like on UFC 100, they had Brock Lesnar and like all these crazy Ronda Rousey, all these crazy crazy names. And they stack up the 100 cards. Like the UFC 100, crazy stacked card. UFC 200, crazy stacked card. UFC 300, as of now, crazy stacked card. The only fight they're missing or have not announced yet is the main event. Now, everybody was giving them backlash because the Connor fight that could happen in April, which is UFC 300, is happening in June. Rumor has it. This is huge if you're a UFC fan. If you're not, sorry. Don't. Um, I'm about to wrap up, so just stay online. They are going to announce a 165-pound division and a 175-pound division and wipe the 170-pound division. That was kind of confusing, but Connor and Chandler would both fight at 165 pounds for a belt at UFC 300 and be the biggest pay-per-view of all time. So, oh, so it would be the first one for that for that division. It would be the first fight weight class. at the 165-pound belt. If mm-hmm. Connor wins, now he just happens to get a gift wrap UFC belt again. He can now <laughs> say he's the three-time UFC right. champion. Champion at 45, champion at 55, champion at 65. So many different reasons why every... UFC fan would want to watch this and be the biggest fight card of all time. And then then uh, Bilal Muhammad and Leon Edwards would then vacate their 170 pounds and fight for the 175-pound belt. That's And that's just rumor, but then we would go to J- uh, Vegas in April and not June. So a lot of things circulating. Hopefully I could beat this flu or cold or whatever the fuck I have before April. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, we will, guys, will keep you posted. Again, I know what I said about the Wax Wednesdays. A little bit of it was LJ's fault because I didn't hear from him. But <laughs> I, I also was feeling somehow. under the <laughs> I also <laughs> was feeling under the weather. So it didn't work out. So we decided to hold a week so we didn't drop on a random Friday or random Saturday, a random Monday. Again, I want to keep it on Wednesdays. So sorry for the last Wednesday. We're back. 
Wax Wednesday, on Wax the Podcast. Like I said, big things popping. I just feel it, feel it percolating. I feel it bubbling. I feel it boiling. Um, we're, we're, we got some things under our sleeve that we're working on uh, behind the scenes. So thank you guys, all of you guys, for the support, all you guys for the love. Um, again, man, every time I talk about the podcast, saying we did it for six and a half years strong, man, makes me proud. If you could do me a favor, though, tell a friend, tell a colleague, you know, sh- bang that bitch, post us, tag us, share on Wax the Podcast. We appreciate all the love, all the support, man. We really do. LP. Jay Hen 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 on Wax Podcast. San Antonio's number one podcast. Woo!